0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Justice Department says former President Trump can be sued for insurrection EMTs failed to aid Tyree Nichols as he lay dying And abortion bans violate international law, groups tell UN It's Friday, March 3 I'm Anthony Davis. The disgraced former president Donald Trump can be sued by injured Capitol police officers and Democratic lawmakers over the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, the Justice Department said Thursday in a federal court case testing Trump's legal vulnerability for his speech before the riot. In court papers, the Justice Department told a federal appeals court in Washington that it should allow the lawsuits to move forward, rejecting Trump's argument that he is immune from the claims. The department said it takes no position on the lawsuit's claims that the former president's words incited the attack on the Capitol. Nevertheless, justice lawyers told the court that a president would not be protected by absolute immunity if his words were found to have been an incitement of imminent private violence. As the nation's leader and head of state, the president has an extraordinary power to speak to his fellow citizens and on their behalf, they wrote. The brief was filed by lawyers of the Justice Department's Civil Division and has no bearing on a separate criminal investigation by a department special counsel into whether Trump can be criminally charged over efforts to undo President Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 presidential election ahead of the Capitol riot. In fact, the lawyers note that they are not taking a position with respect to potential criminal liability for Trump or anyone else. Two Memphis Fire Department emergency medical technicians, who were fired and had their licenses suspended for failing to give aid to Tyree Nichols for 19 minutes while he struggled with injuries from being brutally beaten by police, did not check his vital signs or perform other basic medical examinations, documents released yesterday showed. Advanced EMT Jermichael Sandridge and EMT Robert Long went to the location where five Memphis police officers had punched, kicked and hit Nichols with the baton during an arrest after Nichols fled a traffic stop on the night of January 7. Video footage released by the city of Memphis showed the beating and the aftermath, which included the officers and other first responders chatting and milling about as Nichols was unattended, handcuffed on the ground, and slumped against a squad car. 29-year-old Nichols died three days later at a hospital. His death led to the firings of the five officers, who have since been charged with second-degree murder. They have pleaded not guilty. The Nichols case has intensified calls for police reform in Memphis and around the country. In the board's records, officials said both technicians failed to provide any basic emergency care to Nichols for 19 minutes, even as he showed clear signs of distress, such as the inability to remain in a seated posture. Both Long and Sandridge failed to initiate a primary examination which could help identify the presence of any life-threatening injuries, the document showed Nichols's vital signs were not checked, he did not receive high-flow oxygen or an intravenous line and he was not placed on a heart monitor They also did not perform a secondary examination which is used to establish any non-life-threatening injuries, the document showed coalition of human rights groups urged the United Nations to take urgent action against abortion bans in the US, arguing in a letter on Thursday the restrictions on abortion in the wake of the Supreme Court overturning of Roe v. Wade constitutes a crisis with devastating consequences that violate the US's obligations under international law. The letter, signed by 196 organizations and first published by The Guardian, details the intensifying harms faced by people in the U.S. who can become pregnant, saying the Supreme Court's opinion in Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization has devastating human rights implications. Banning abortion threatens women's lives and health on a massive scale, the groups argue, in ways including people not being able to receive care during ectopic pregnancies, miscarriages, or other medical complications, Doctors withholding medical advice from patients, increasing the risk of abuse for pregnant domestic violence victims, increasing suicide risk, impacts on contraception, adversely impacting training for OBGYNs in states where abortion is banned and risks to abortion providers' safety. Abortion bans carry harsh legal penalties for abortion providers or others who aid and abet someone receiving an abortion, the letter argued, along with possible risks to pregnant people, as some states have suggested they should face penalties if they self-induce an abortion. The groups allege abortion bans violate multiple obligations the US has under international human rights law, including the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the International Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination, and the Convention Against Torture and Other Cruel, Inhuman, or Degrading Treatment or Punishment. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary, and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation.